Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Do you want to become insanely successful? Do you want to be the go-to guru in your industry? Do you want to be talked about for all the right reasons? For over 40 years, Kevin Harrington has helped people just like you become significant influencers. Now he's broken the process down in the key person of influence roadmap, and it's yours for free. Just text KPI to him at 727-888-2100. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free step-by-step guide. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 to get the recognition you deserve and experience the success as the go-to voice everyone listens to in your industry today. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast, Financial Services Edition. This is your host, Seth Green. I have the good fortune today to be joined by Galen Weston of Advisor World. Galen, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me. It is our pleasure. So for our viewers and listeners who may not know, what is Advisor World? We are a lead generation service for the financial services industry, mainly people that are selling annuities. Uh, We've been generating annuity leads and other types of leads probably since 2007 in the U.S. Okay. You said for people who are selling annuities. So is that, you know, I as a a financial advisor want leads of someone looking, a consumer looking to buy annuities? Are we talking about selling them for like a structured settlement or something? Oh, uh, no, people looking to buy annuities. Okay, so consumers looking to buy annuities, advisors looking to sell them annuities. You are generating the leads and connecting the two. Yeah, we put them together. Awesome, you are a annuity matchmaker. Yeah, you could call it that. All right, so you said back since 2007, how did did Advisor World get started? Uh, Well, I actually started Advisor World in 2003 in Canada. Um, We built the business here selling... uh, People looking for financial advisors, um, mortgages, uh, life insurance, um, and a bunch of other things specific to Canada that we were doing. Uh, and at the time, I just kind of realized that uh, if I wanted to make this company bigger, I should move it down to the U.S. And, and start working there. So that's exactly what I did. And I was stunned to find out that people, that, although they weren't really doing annuity leads, they were doing like requests for financial advisors and things like that. And they were taking one lead and selling it to as many people as would buy it. And I just couldn't fathom that. So I was like, well, I'm coming down here and we're selling exclusive leads. And none of that, we're going to call them up, qualify them, and make sure that they want to talk to you first. That was the whole Wow. Thing. That's and, a huge point of differentiation. Yeah. And that's, uh, you know, annuities fell on our lap. I didn't even really know about it, to be honest with you. Not a popular product here in Canada. But advisors kept asking me, oh, can you generate annuity leads? Can you generate annuity leads? Or somebody might say, oh, we sold the guy an annuity. So I started researching that. And I thought, wow, this is a, a niche that could make sense. And that was about 2007. And, you know, nobody wanted annuity in 2007, but in 2008, everybody did. Yes. <laughs> Just fluked into that positioning, having everything ready to go. And then the market tanked and the annuities just 
uh, took off uh, in the annuity lead generation. So I actually stopped doing the financial advisors and, and life insurance uh, requested just focused on annuities for all those years. And just now I'm bringing up back uh, uh, or I'm working on bringing back a high end life insurance lead, which is people, you know, looking for like whole life permanent life insurance as an investment, that sort of thing. So that is absolutely incredible. How did you get started in the business? Uh, I would say, uh, well, I graduated, um, you know, college as a musician, and like all musicians do, we go work in the financial services. <laughs> Come on, you got to give me the story there. Uh, well, I, I graduated school. I couldn't, didn't have any job, and I had a huge student loan. So a friend of mine says, well, you need to become a financial advisor. Oh Come with God. me. Uh, it's a weekend course, and you'll be all good. <laughs> so next thing you know, I was uh, you know, working in uh, these penny stock firms at the time. They're boiler rooms based off the of boiler room. Uh, you know, the movie, I think, Boiler yes. Room itself was based off of the Canadian boiler rooms. A lot of people don't know that, but that, that was going on 15 years ago here quite rapidly. So I, uh, you know, got in there and said, I don't want to do this crap. And then, um, so I'm going to go get a you know, a full license and do this legitimately. So I went to go work at RBC uh, and I started doing uh, very early online marketing. This is like 99 to 2001, uh, building a website. My brother had a website. So he was doing these cheat code uh, websites. And I thought, well, if he can do this and so can I, you know, being the younger competitive brother, but I'll do mine in estate planning. So I started a, a website and then, uh, you know, kind of expanded it from there. I was looking for ways of building email lists and things like that. And I was uh, kind of the first spammer under the big RBC umbrella. Uh, and at the time, nobody thought there was really anything wrong with hitting people with emails at the bank. You know, they thought it was a great idea as long as business was coming in. Um, it, but they became less supportive. And I knew it wasn't going to fly long term. So I thought, well, I'm going to leave the uh, bureaucracy of the bank and I'm going to go generate leads on my own. And that's, you know, exactly how it began. And that was in the infancy of Google AdWords. Uh, they had just started right about the time I was starting. So, I mean, I got lucky on a lot of things. Uh, and then I started, you know, building it out across Canada. And Canada was tough because we're so geographically diverse. You know, you had Toronto, Edmonton, Calgary, Montreal. And it was very hard to build within those smaller kind of cities, Um and things would come from all over the place. So I just ended up, you know, always thinking that, oh, if I just did this in the U.S., it'd be so much easier. And, uh, you know, and ultimately, I think it was kind of easier. But there was some luck that happened with 2008, for sure. Absolutely. You were in the, a lot of the right places at the right times, but you did the right things. And you were in the right position to take advantage of those opportunities. How many... Um, financial advisors and insurance agents have you served uh, ballpark over the years? Uh, whew, good um, it would be in the one to 2000 range. That's awesome. And then how many, do you have any idea how many total leads you've generated? Uh, I used to add up the, um, well, I would say it's about 300,000. Well, even no 300,000 qualified. And so in the millions, uh, but I used to add up the, the qualified investment amounts. And I stopped adding it at about 80 billion. So I don't even look at it anymore. In terms of assets uncovered. That's incredible. Yeah. That's larger than the GNP of some countries. Yeah. 
Well, they haven't all bought yet, I don't think. That's true. That's a good point. Uh, but that's still a lot of money in motion. What are you finding are, are some of the most common mistakes, you know, advisors are making when trying to generate their own leads that obviously Advisor World can solve? Um, well, I think just, to, you know, being able to generate qualified leads is a very tough thing, um, particularly on the Internet. The competitiveness is, you know, run rampant. Um, so I think we're just positioned and have been for a long time to kind of do it on volume. I mean, there's a lot of, since we started doing this, there was a lot of like copycats that started up. And I think if you added up all of them from any kind of, you know, non-scientific research I've done, we generate more leads than all of them combined. Uh, so the biggest thing is volume and getting in front of people, but the, the mistakes that they make, I mean, I think it's, is kind of looking at the big picture. So when you're doing any marketing program, whether you're looking at, you know, advisor world and spending, you know, we charge $300 a lead, so they're not cheap. Um, but when you're spending, you know, maybe $3,000 for 10 leads, that's a better way to think of it than thinking that I just spent 300 on this one lead. So it is always, always, always psychology, um, psychology that is a success or failure of every single person that comes to us. They're either going to look at each lead like it came in, like it just stole their lunch, or they're going to look at it like they're doing a new marketing program. And if the guy's already writing 10 million before he meets us, it's about 90% chance that he's going to be writing, you know, 15 to 25 after. If he's writing 600,000 before he meets us, there's a 60% chance he's going to be writing 600,000, you know, from his own business afterwards and not from us. Like he won't stick with it. It's always the successful people when they come successful they become more successful. If they're not successful before they meet us and they just can't get their head around the marketing and spending those kind of money and, you know, how to look at it, you know, going forward. Absolutely. And then the leads that they're buying, if we're buying leads from you, are they, you mentioned they're exclusive. You're not reselling them to 10 other advisors. Are those leads in a specific geographic territory or are they buying leads? Are you doing, or is it nationwide? No, no, specific territory. So each person that comes to us says, I want to buy leads and, you know, these My local market. Yeah. Um, but I must say we have guys now, and this is a new phenomenon, which is based on some of the regulations that have changed with the carriers and e-apps and things like that. Like we have guys in like, you know, California selling leads in Alaska or Hawaii or Chicago or West Virginia or, you know, all over the place, virtual meetings like this. And I think this is the new wave um, that, and I'm seeing a lot of it. And, uh, and that's, you know, people are, if you're in Los Angeles and you're trying to sell leads in Los Angeles, people are inundated with people trying to sell them annuities, but nobody's trying to sell somebody annuity in Alaska. So you're going in there and it, it's, and they do not know, don't have the same, um, preconceived notions about annuities per se. So it's the rural areas where the business is getting written on mass. That um, is really interesting. Yeah, so people are, uh, like, we have a guy who's uh, in a wheelchair. He's never met anybody, uh, and he's in northern Michigan, you know, selling annuities all over the place uh, remotely. So I think, you know, that, that's the bigger thing. If you really want to get to, you know, writing 30, 50, you know, or 100 million in annuities, then you need to start thinking about, you know, how can you work this more efficiently? And if you can have three Skype meetings a day instead of, driving for four hours a day you know, to go meet people, um, you know, you, you can hit those numbers. It becomes possible. Absolutely. So you are helping them build their both physical and virtual practices. That is, 
Incredible. You had originally met, you mentioned getting into Google AdWords at the right time, you know, back when things were pennies a click. You talked about email marketing. Um, without giving away any of the secret sauce, what are some of the best platforms you're finding for generating leads now? Uh, it's it's still, uh, you know, the classics for me are still the best. Like AdWords, still the best. Like Google is, uh, you know, the, the, the tools used within Google are so much different than they were, um, you know, 10 years ago. And the barrier to entry is, is, is so much greater. Um, but, you know, it's, it's still, um, you know, growing with Google and, and, and all the changes that they've made. And occasionally being caught sleeping at the switch has cost me money and effectiveness. Um, but over the years, I mean, that's still the platform to be reckoned with. And obviously you're getting better results there with people searching out what you're doing and showing up there than say a platform like Facebook where you're interrupting them. Is that right? Uh, uh, no, we're interrupting them on Google too. Uh, um, you, you know, it, it's, <laughs> we interrupt them wherever we can. And, uh, you know, Facebook is, uh, you know, can, can be effective. It's just a different quality I find, but um, you know, I, they're both very, um, valid platform. So I, uh, I, I don't think interrupting somebody is the issue if you're putting the effort into figuring out who you should be interrupting. Um, that's the key, I think. Target market identification. Absolutely. That is something we preach here at Market Domination. So tell me, um, you had mentioned that you started off as a jazz musician and then your friend dragged you along to come become a financial advisor to pay the bills. Uh, tell me a little bit about the jazz. Tell me what was your degree in and what do you play? Uh, I play guitar. So it's uh, contemporary jazz, jazz, fusion, jazz, rock, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's typically uh, 40 to 55 year old males who listen to it. <laughs> you know, kind of like the band Rush. <laughs> Love Rush. Same fan base. Um, but uh, I tour uh, all over the world. So in May, I'll be in 21 shows in Europe. So France, Spain. So you don't just play, you're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my last album was produced by uh, Pat Metheny Group's producer, Steve Rodby. Um, wow. 15 Grammys to his uh, credit. That's uh, incredible. Yeah. So that that's my uh, true passion in this other uh, financial stuff. Is, you know. <laughs> Do you still carry your licenses? Uh, no, no, they've, uh, they've, I've long fled those. <laughs> okay. So you're, you, when was the last time you were a producer? Oh man. Uh, like way back 2002. But obviously in order to generate the annuity, all the leads, you're keeping up on all the industry developments in us. There was the DOL rule for a little while. There's yeah. obviously carrier changes all the time. A lot of people. Yeah. What do you like yeah, best yeah. about what you do? What do I like best about what I do? Yeah. It's, uh, I still feel like it's creative. Um, even in the financial world, I mean, in, you know, not as creative as music, but the part that I'm involved in, which is strictly generated the leads and I'm kind of the behind the scenes guy now. And my wife is dealing with like next door, this is my recording studio. I don't know if you can see behind here. Yep. Um, but my wife is right through this wall and that's our staff and they deal with the, uh, you know, the clients and the qualifications and, you know, employees and I'm in my studio <laughs> generating leads um, and playing my guitar and, you know, mostly doing music, but um, it is important to keep my mind on uh, leads here and there. So I try to, you know, split up my day the best I can and 
and uh, keep tabs on things. And I have a lot of things on on autopilot, but like I, I kind of alluded, I'm working a lot on life insurance right now. So I'm kind of back in the grind uh, trying to figure out how I can get people with no money from clicking up, filling up my forms and wasting my qualifiers time. So I, I'm working on that targeting thing um, and, uh, you know, trying to get them to pre-qualify themselves so I can get a lead that makes sense for people who, you know, want to write a large case. So, uh, you know, but, so I love that side of it, the creativity, the challenge, you know, the, the getting the landing pages and the messages to work. You know, I, I feel uh, like there's a lot of relation to what I do, have done in music over the years. It's totally different, but it still has that creative vibe to it. Awesome. It's been an absolutely fascinating interview. Anything else you want to share that I didn't think to ask you? Um, no, I mean, I think, you know, we could talk about more about that psychology side, the advisors. Like, I think it's really important for that message to get to them because that's the biggest thing that I see in talking to advisors. And, and although I don't do it as much as I used to, I'm still kind of keeping tabs on it and listening to the ad conversation. It's like, you're either going to get your head around, um, you know, what we do. It, it, I mean, if you come to what we do, it's absolutely proven if you stick with it like nobody can afford to spend fifteen thousand dollars a month on leads if they're not making x they will run out of money it is that simple so anybody who wants to write you know five million ten million it's an amazing industry the annuities i mean you in life insurance you could make a fortune um you know with few skills really i mean when you look at it um not that these people aren't skilled i mean but you know what I'm saying? Like you don't need to be a rocket science to do this business and you can make a tremendous income. You can be a jazz musician and run this business. uh, Yeah, exactly. But, um, or, you know, and there's lots of musicians selling annuities, believe me. Uh, I know it. I meet them. Wow. I never would have guessed. Uh, all forms of the financial industry is filled with musicians. It's hilarious. I mean, if you start looking, you'll find, Oh, I play, I play sax. I play. Um, but I think it's just, you know, this is an amazing industry to come into, you know, being a financial advisor, because you can come in, you know, here's your business, you can make X, you can have the big house, you can have all of those things. It's all psychology. Um, That's the only difference from somebody coming to this program, or probably any other similar to it, and uh, being highly successful. It's just getting their head around it. All right, get your head around it. This has been Seth Green with Galen Weston of advisorworld.com. Galen, for our our advisors who are listening who want to buy leads from you and have their head around it, is advisorworld.com the best place for us to send them? Yeah, absolutely. All right, so everybody go to advisorworld.com where if you've got your head around it, you can make a fortune as a financial advisor, even if you're a jazz musician and that's your real passion. Galen, thank you so much for joining us. Okay, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text pitch to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. 
To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.